0: Welcome to Movement Online. We are so glad that you're joining us today. My name is Matt Lavie. I'm one of the lead pastors here at Movement Church and today we are beginning a new collection of talks called Hard Questions About Faith. Now since we launched Movement it's always been our desire to be able to be a place where you can explore faith, where you can be on this journey together, and where you can ask hard questions. We believe so much in that, that we wanted to come together and we wanted to do a whole collection throughout this month about hard questions. We're going to talk about, is Jesus really who he said he was? We're going to ask the question, how do we know who God is and how do I make it through struggle? And so as we go throughout this collection, I would love for you to invite maybe some friends or some family members that you would love to be a part of this collection with us. Today, we're going to talk about this idea of stronger through the struggle. Matter of fact, if you have a notebook with you, I'd love for you to write that down. Stronger through the struggle. Last month, Holly and I had the opportunity to go to Florida to a conference. And while we were there, it was beautiful outside. And so we decided to get this translucent Wisconsin skin out into the sunshine. So what we did is we went down to the pool and we were just kind of hanging out there. We didn't have bathing suits on or anything. We were fully clothed. And at one point, Holly decided that she was going to go dip her feet in the pool. Now, I had this kind of temptation in the moment to be that guy, you know, the guy who goes in and pushes his wife into the pool. But instead, I played it way cooler than that. And I decided to try to chide her into jumping into the pool. I was like, Holly, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. You're never going to be able to do something like this again. You got to jump into the pool. Do it. She turned back to me and she's like, I'm not going to do that. So I went back. I was writing a journal at the time. I went back and continued to write in my journal. And as I looked down, I heard this splash. I looked up and she looked up at me with raccoon eyes. Like She jumped in full makeup. And so she looked up, makeup was on. like She was fully clothed, jumped into the pool. We started to laugh and I went back to writing down on my notebook. She started to swim. I thought to myself, this might be my one opportunity. I'm not the kind of guy who's super impulsive, who just kind of does things for the moment, spontaneous. But I was like, she'll never expect it if I jump into this pool after her. And so I jumped into the pool and I took off my shirt, dove in and to her surprise, we were swimming next to each other. And by swimming, I mean, she was swimming. I was just walking around. And as we were continuing on in the pool, it ended the same way that it seems like every time I go into the pool, it ends. People try to teach me how to swim. You see, since I was a kid, I never learned how to swim. I remember the very first time that I went to swimming lessons, they tried to have us blow bubbles in the pool. And I remember thinking to myself, there is no way that I'm going to put that dirty footwater pool water in my mouth to blow bubbles. Like there is no way. And so in that moment, I walked away from swimming lessons and ever since I've never learned how to swim. I think because somewhere along the way, the struggle of learning to swim didn't seem like it was worth the payoff. And in many ways, I think when it comes to hard questions about faith, when it comes to us wondering and and being in the middle of the struggle, where where it takes us to get to the next level in our relationship with our spouse, the the struggle when it helps us want to help our kids, especially right now, and they're at home and we're in the struggle of trying to figure out a new rhythm of them being at home and, and helping them in their homework. That sometimes we get to the point where we're not sure how to be stronger through the struggle. Today, I want to talk about what it looks like not just to get through the struggle, but to be stronger through it. I think it's so many ways, some of the people that we look and, and look up to the most, that we realize they've done some incredible things. And the people that are most inspirational are the people who made it stronger through the struggle. We look at somebody like Martin Luther King who wrote letters from the Birmingham jail, from jail. And we look at him and he started a movement. We look at people who climbed Mount Everest. Like they didn't do it because they were sitting back and they were comfortable. No, they stepped into the struggle. And it's those stories that are inspirational, I believe, because there's something written inside of us that wants to make it through the struggle. I think our soul longs for comfort, but it's forged in struggle. And so today I want to talk about the idea of what it looks like to be stronger through the struggle. And we're going to look at this story from Genesis chapter 32. There's this guy whose name is Jacob. If you want to turn there in your Bibles, Genesis chapter 32. And as we see Jacob come on the scene, his name actually means he grasps the heel. What we find out about Jacob through his story is that he's somebody who's a trickster. He actually tricks his brother Esau into giving him his inheritance. And not only that, but Jacob later on, he's a deceiver. He deceives his brother and his father to make his father give him his blessing instead of giving it to his older brother Esau. And as we encounter Jacob in this story in Genesis chapter 32, what we see is that he's actually moving from one place to another. These kind of nomads at the time. And he was moving his whole family, everything that he owned, his possessions, his flocks and herds. He was moving them until one day there was a messenger that came to him. And the messenger said to Jacob, your brother Esau is coming after you. Jacob wasn't sure what was going to happen next. And that's what happens as we come into Genesis 32, verse 24. I believe in this narrative, God gives us a pathway through the struggle. Here's what verse 24 says. It says, so Jacob left alone. Jacob left alone. I want to pause before we go any farther, because I think that there are a few times in history that people could relate to what you and I are going through, like now going through alone. This past week, my wife and I took our dog, Ava, for a walk. And most of the time, we'd be walking through our neighborhood. There'd be kids playing. There'd be people out barbecuing. But as we walked through our neighborhood, we watched as people walked six feet around us, as people didn't really interact with us. And it felt in a new way, like we were alone in a way that we had never understood before. And I think that one of the hardest things in struggle is that we feel so alone. One of the hardest things about struggle is that it feels like it's just us and we're not sure how we're going to make it through. If you feel alone right now, I want you to know that God is right there alongside of you. I love that in the Bible it says that he will never leave us or forsake us, but that he's alongside of us every step of our struggle. I want to let you know today that if you feel alone right now, you're not. God is right there with you. So first we see that Jacob, he's alone. But the next thing is this. It's that a man wrestled with him. So somehow out of the unknown, it's pitch black, it's in the middle of the night, there's this guy who comes and starts wrestling with Jacob. Uh, Do you know what that's like? To not be able to see your adversary, to not really even be sure about what's happening, but you know that you're in a struggle, you know that you're wrestling with something, that maybe today you're wrestling with feelings of anxiety, Today, you're, you're looking at your life, and you're working through addiction, and it just feels like you're wrestling with the unknown. You can even say that you're unknown in the alone. And it's in that that we begin to wonder, God, where are you in all of this? As Jacob and this unknown man begin to wrestle in the middle of the night. It says that they wrestle until daybreak. And at daybreak, finally, Jacob won't let go. And this man touches his hip, dislocates Jacob's hip, and he continues to grab onto the man. Like, I know when I was growing up as a kid that when I wanted to wrestle my dad and he was getting away from me, like, I would just clutch onto his legs so that he couldn't go anywhere. And in my mind, that's what I imagined Jacob doing to this man, that he's like, man, the man is saying, let let go of me. And Jacob says, I won't let go until you bless me. I want to tell you right now, don't let go. Because what we find out is this man that Jacob was wrestling was actually God. But in the moment that Jacob felt so alone and he was unknown in the things that he was even wrestling with, it was in that very moment that God was with him. I think it's in those moments when we're questioning our faith, where we do have difficult questions, that maybe you're watching today, and the reason why you're watching is because of all the things going on in the world. And maybe you went to church growing up, and you kind of wandered away for a little while because you felt like it wasn't a safe place to ask questions. Now you're coming back because you realize that there needs to be more answers to life. Maybe you've been going to church and it doesn't seem like a place that you could ask the questions that you need to ask. I want to tell you today that God is strong enough to be able to withstand your questions. It was difficult for me growing up because I, I was somebody who had a lot of questions about faith. And I remember going to people and asking them questions. And it was in those moments that they would just look at me and say, Matt, just have more faith. And I felt so much like Jacob that I felt alone alone. I felt like I was wrestling with these things that nobody else was wrestling with and that nobody could understand the things that I was going through. But I want to tell you today that there's a God who loves you. There's a God who cares about you. There's a community of people around you who care about you even when it feels like you are alone, wrestling through things that you are wrestling through right now. And God is there with you. He's alongside of you every step of the journey through the struggle, through the hardship, because he cares about you. Don't let go. Because after we don't let go, we see what happens next. The man actually looks down and he blesses Jacob. He changes Jacob's name, which was really trickster or deceiver, and he changes it to Israel, one that struggled with God. I want to tell you, when we make it through the struggle, when we look through the pathway of alone and looking through the unknown and not sure where God is in all of that and holding on to him with both hands as much as we can, it's really in those moments that we find our true identity, that God actually gives us a new name that no longer was Jacob the trickster, no longer was Jacob the deceiver. Now he is the one who struggled with God and I believe it's in those moments of struggle that our identity is truly formed. Don't give up. Whatever you're working through right now, whatever it is that you're trying to seek, and maybe right now you're trying to find God in a new way, and you're saying, God, I want to know you, and I know that I have more time, and so I'm seeking after God in prayer. I'm asking for him to reveal himself to me in a new way. I want to let you know, keep pursuing him. Maybe today you're working through struggle and you're wondering, you know what, where is God and all the finances of this and, and the coronavirus and the things and the worry and anxiety and the depression that I'm feeling right now. I want to let you know he's right there. And on the other side of struggle, we are stronger through the struggle because God gives us a new identity. God wants to show up in your life. This is an opportunity for him to show himself in a new way. Don't give One of the things that's most incredible to me about this story is that Jacob walks away from this encounter, from this struggle, and it's the same struggle, but he's a different person. And I believe that during this season, God wants to make it so that, yeah, you know what, maybe we're going through the same struggle. Maybe you have the same questions about faith. Maybe right now you're still working through God. I'm not really sure how to make it so that I'm not afraid and full of fear during this season. But the truth is that God wants to shape and mold you to give you a new identity so that, yeah, you might be in the same situation, but you're a different person. This week, I believe that God is going to do some awesome things in your life if we would pause and if we would spend time with him. If we understand that God isn't in comfort all the time, but God is actually found many times in struggle. It's a way that he wakes us up to be able to dive into our relationship with him in a deeper way. So this week, I wanna give you something really practical to do. Every single one of us, what I would love for you to do is to just take five minutes. To take five minutes with something that you've been working through, that for each one of us, it's gonna look a little bit different. For each one of us, it's gonna be a different struggle that we're working through. But to write that down on a piece of paper, after you write that struggle down on a piece of paper, set your timer just for five minutes. That's one of my favorite things to do because I don't want to get caught up in like, uh, I need to spend an hour in doing this, but it's just to say, God, I'm going to be faithful in spending these five minutes with you. Spend five minutes and just simply let God wash over you, speak to you in a new way. Allow him to enter into the place where you feel alone and and shape you in a new way, give you a new identity, bring you into a new season of your life. And not only that, but for each one of us, we have people in our life who are also working through their own struggle. Something that God revealed to me is that every one of us is working through something. To be human is to struggle through something. And we're in a season where I think every one of us could use more grace and give more grace and receive more grace. And then as we go about our week, there are people in our lives that we love and care about that they're all processing through their own struggles. They're all working through their own faith. They're all working through a season that's really difficult for every single one of us. And it's our opportunity to be able to give grace in those moments because they're dealing with that struggle of feeling alone, of wondering where God is. And I think that if we were a group of people that understood that, you know what, I'm gonna give this person grace because I understand that even though I might not see God doing something here, God's at work. Even though they might not feel God in the moment God is working, even though I'm wondering what God is doing, I believe that God is doing something in this moment. When I was in Bible college, there was a teacher whose name was Ken Gable. And I was working through a lot of questions. I had a lot of things in my life that I was wondering, God, where are you in this? And I remember going to Ken Gable's office and sitting down and sharing everything with him. And I remember in a moment, all he did was he leaned across the table and he began to share some of his story with me. Some of the struggles that he had, some of the questions that he had asked during his lifetime. And I know that every single one of us is processing through this season in a different way, but here's what I know. It's that every one of us is experiencing the same waves. Every one of us is experiencing the the same troubles right now that we're wondering and we're working through this season together. But what I want you to know is that we are all experiencing. And so know that you are around a group of people who love you and care about you. Remember this week that you are not alone, that God is doing something and that he's working in your heart and in your life so that you can be stronger through the struggle. Would you pray with me? Jesus, we are so grateful that we have a God who doesn't simply leave us in our struggle, who doesn't leave us where we are, but you actually meet us wherever we are. That God, you're alongside of us, that you never leave us and you never forsake us. Father, I pray, Lord, for every single person who's watching this today, that they would experience you in a new way this week. That as they look back on this season, a year from now, or maybe even 10 years from now, that they would say that they are stronger through the struggle. Because you're a God who cares. Because you're a God who loves us. Father, I pray for anybody who's working through their relationship with you. And they're wondering, God, can you answer these questions? That God, as they're faithful to continue to pursue you, they would find you in a new way. God, we know that you promised that those who seek you with all of their hearts will find you. And so, Father, I pray, Lord, that they would say yes to you. Lord, I pray that maybe even this week might be the week that they give everything, give their life to you in a new way. And God, we pray that you would continue to move in and through Movement Church, that, God, this would be a season of purification. This would be a season, Lord, where we get to say that this is only God. Lord, that you might receive all the glory and that, God, we might know you in a new way. We're so grateful for our time together today, Lord, and I pray that you would bless every single person watching. We ask all of this in Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you so much for joining us here at Movement Church. Make sure that as we go into next week, we have our Easter trilogy. It's gonna be an incredible experience where we are on site in different locations walking through an experience of Jesus. For Good Friday for Holy Saturday, and for Easter Sunday. You can find all of that at www.immovementchurch. Thank you so much for joining us today and can't wait to see you this week.